This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. But yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, November 22nd. This is episode 309. I'm Dan Ellis and I'm joined via Skype by... Uh, this is Mikey. Mikey? Hey, let's yeah, have Mikey try he, he'll, he'll try anything. Mikey... No, he won't. Oh. He, he really won't. He hates food. Is that Life Cereal commercial before your time? Do no, you I even, remember it. You know what I'm I, talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like, I've, I've reached Mike's the Mike's been age. my new thing. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, that's right, because you blamed remember whatever I, at the at the fire station on Mike yeah, last time we I'm talked Mike, also. And I, I keep confusing people, even though I've done it like 100 times already. <laughs> well, and... I've reached the age where I have to wonder about some of my cultural references to I have to I have to do a spot check to make sure that, you know, I'm not using shit that's too old for people that I'm talking to to understand what I'm even saying. Yeah, I, I remember the serial commercials with Mikey. Okay. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> glad, glad to hear I'm not quite that old yet, but boy, am I getting up there pushing it, man. I mean, I'm, I might have seen it on like one of those shows like cool things from the 80s yeah i'm, I'm trying to make you feel old now <laughs> when when the popular music of of my high school days and and shortly after high school is playing on the music in the grocery store and in elevators yeah i i yeah, actually I mean, heard i think it was last year i stepped into an elevator and music was a nine inch nails song i was like what the fuck is going on here man <laughs> It's like Nirvana is now classic rock. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, boy. There's, the world's moving on and we're just getting older. And I I feel that in my bones and joints all the time. <laughs> so uh, what have you been doing over the past couple of weeks? We didn't have a show last week because reasons. Yeah, I... Uh, I- I took the opportunity of not doing a show last week to start on ripping the fucking garage apart. Why are you doing that? Cause I needed, I, I, you know, I keep talking about like, I'm trying to optimize my workflow and shit. And I keep finding other things I don't like about how I'm working in there. Mm-hmm. So I changed it again. Yeah. What'd you so switch I basically up took time? my, well, I took my desk that was in the, my work table in the middle of my garage, lopped two feet off the end of it, turned it sideways up against the garage door. Then I built a miter saw bench against the other wall. So I got my miter saw up there. Then I also built my sanders up onto that bench and I built storage underneath it. So uh, the whole middle of my garage is opened up. So is there any hope at all of you using the garage to actually park vehicles in there anymore? Or is this just dedicated workshop space now? Yep. Dedicated workshop space. I mean, when the Corvette moved out, that's kind of when it was like, nope, this is full. (laughs) Full. Did you Full workshop? You got rid of the vet, right? Yeah, I sold it well, because I didn't have anywhere to keep it. Yeah, 
Like, I don't have any space for this thing anymore. Yeah. So. Well, it was fun while it lasted anyway. It was, and it's one of those things, you know, there might come a time again where I'm in the position to get another one. Yeah. I never know. Yeah, so speaking of vehicles, that reminded me uh, that Tracy and Sarah did some sneaky, sneaky stuff. (laughs) While we were recording the podcast, I knew everything (laughs) was going on. The best part was the podcast where you were asking me, or I think we weren't recording it, but you were asking me, Oh, did Sarah sell that piece yet? Like, oh yeah, it's sold. <laughs> like, oh, that sucks. You know who got it? And I'm like, no, no, yeah. I don't so, know who bought it. So, so f- to clue everybody else in about about what we're talking about, uh, so Sarah made this awesome flying spaghetti monster, uh, Michelangelo kind of mashup, um, with the Lord's prayer on it, but for the flying spaghetti monster. And it's awesome. Nice, nice, you know, woodwork and, and artwork and wood burning stuff on this. And it was very, very cool. And I like it very much. And so the, the wood piece itself is, um, I believe it's Michelangelo, right? Who, who did the painting of David and God. Yeah, where God is reaching down. They're trying to touch fingers. Yeah. Or is, is Adam? So, Yeah. I'm sorry. It's I don't been, Adam's Adam's kind of ripped. It's been a it's been a while for me here. <laughs> the, it's the, been the funny thing is is when Sarah was burning that I I looked at it and I'm like Sarah are you going to burn the penis because <laughs> he's naked. <laughs> uh, were you standing behind her going ow ooh ooh ow ooh? I I should have. <laughs> I'm like be careful burning that penis, Sarah. It's awesome. I I loved it. And so she posted pictures of it and I was like, oh man, I'd really like to get that. And I thought about talking to Tracy about it. I think I posted it on my Facebook timeline and was just like, check out how cool this is. And mm-hmm. I got busy with other stuff and then I kind of forgot about it. And then we recorded the one weekend and I asked you, oh yeah, oh. I, I, that thing yeah. is so cool. Has she sold it to anybody? And you were kind of Cajun. You're like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's sold it. And I was like, oh, oh, well, anybody we know, like thinking, <laughs> well, Hey, it would be great to know that it was, you know, somebody that we knew and then, someone atheist of Utah community that bought yeah, it. Yeah. And I may go to their house and see it hanging on their wall one day. And that would be awesome. <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was anybody like you're just really weird about it. And I was like, well, why Ryan's acting kind of fucking weird. So, well, cause I hadn't made up a story yet. I was like, fuck, I don't have a, <laughs> I'm not good at lying. I don't. I'm not good at this thing called lying. Yeah. So uh, apparently, Tracy decided to get it uh, as a Christmas present for me, without me knowing, of course, and like made all of these plans with Sarah to get it from Sarah, and they ended up going to lunch and all of that while we were recording. One day, I had no idea that any of this yep. was going on. <laughs> and so Tracy and I just had our, she just celebrated our ninth uh, anniversary of, of the start of our little relationship. And so, uh, I got her some, you know, I had some, a nice rose bouquet and va- and vase delivered here at the house. And 
she hadn't gotten anything, which I wasn't expecting anything. It was just, you know, I, whatever. And, but then she also was terrible about at keeping secrets <laughs> and knew that she couldn't keep this one for much longer. So me getting the flowers for our anniversary gave her the perfect excuse to ask me if I wanted my Christmas present early. <laughs> and so she presented this to me and I was like, Oh man, this is so awesome. And then she told me all about the story of, you know, her going out and meeting Sarah and all of that. And it reminded me when you were talking about the vet, because she said, Sarah has a new vehicle that is very yep. nice that, that she quite admired. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like two episodes ago when we were recording, she was out there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I was actually kind of like, how long is Tracy going to be able to keep it a secret? <laughs> well, then the other thing is like, so, so she's bad at keeping secrets. Uh, and then she's also bad at remembering where she puts things because she oh. hid, she hid this and she's like, okay, I'm going to go get it. And she was gone for like a half hour and finally came back into the kitchen. She's like, oh, I can't remember where I put it. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to think about it for a little while. And then when I remember, then I'll it was, give it to you. And it was probably, I guess it was well hidden. <laughs> yeah. It was probably three or four hours later that she came, you know, marching into the kitchen, all excited. I found it. I remembered where I put it <laughs> and gave it to me. And it's awesome. I, I love it. I'm going to put it in the kitchen over the, the little entryway between the kitchen and dining room. Oh yeah. 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 I think it'll look very nice there. So. Yes, it's it's very cool. I thought that was pretty awesome. I'm I'm glad you. Well, I knew you'd like it. Yeah, so, it's you, you'd already, you already voiced that. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was super cool when I first saw it, and I wanted it very much. And then got busy, and other things got in the way. And then I was a little crestfallen when you said that it had been sold already. I was just like, okay, well, I hope it went to a good well, home. <laughs> while 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 you were asking me that stuff. While we're doing the podcast, I was also texting Sarah upstairs being like, he's asking me about it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> she's like, she's like, tell him Sean bought it. I'm like, your brother, Sean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Dan doesn't know who your brother is. I'm like, who the fuck is Sean? Why's, why's <laughs> this guy buying stuff? <laughs> I'm like, that might make it a bad lie. Then you'll be like, I'm supposed to know who Sean is? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Uh -huh. I like it very much. Um, and what else? There was something else I was going to say. Oh, the episode that I've talked about for the past couple of weeks that we did with, uh, the two skeptical chaps. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned, uh, mentioned it on the previous episode I think, that I, think I talked about it. Yeah. That I ended up editing it and then passing it off to, to, to those guys to do with it as they pleased. And apparently they've uploaded it to their um, Patreon account and it's free for everybody to go out and listen to. I will be releasing it on our Patreon feed as a bonus just for our Patreon patrons. Uh, for everybody else, I will post a link to the Two Skeptical Chaps Patreon feed so that you can go out and listen to it if you would like also. Yeah. Go check them out. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. And... I, I have. Think, I think we talked about because this was what two, three weeks, or a month before election. It's been. A and we talked while, about yeah. what we thought would happen <laughs> with transitioning. Uh huh. I think we were right. We were right on some things. Uh, I, I just, I didn't, 
I didn't quite figure that Trump would be as awful as he is being. I don't I don't know why. Like I keep underestimating just how shitty a fucking person he is and how shitty his supporters are. They've they've yeah. given me no reason to give them the benefit of any doubt at all, but I keep doing it despite that and keep getting burned by it. I need to stop doing that, I guess. No, they're a piece of the shit. Yeah. I I have some thoughts about how and why these people are supporting him. And we'll update everybody on the latest news as far as the Trump administration's efforts to secure the election as a win in their column. Yeah. Uh, that, that it just, it gets more and more desperate and wild and crazy all the time. And we'll give you some updates on some coronavirus and some fun, well, not fun, some interesting news stories from the world of religion after uh, this little break. Okay. This is Natalie Newell of Science Moms and the Parenthetical Science Podcast. You are listening to The Godless Revolution. There is a man from the land of Uz. Book of Job. Book of Job. Story of God's perfect servant, Job. He prayed every day at dawn with his knees on the ground, his face in the dirt. Slaughtered ten goats, one for each of his children, and burned them at the altar in God's honor. All God's soldiers, Job, he was the most loyal. I know the story, Matthew. Oh, then you know what happens next. God murdered all ten of his children in cold blood. Scorched every inch of Job's land, lashed at his body till his skin was covered in bloody welts. God rained shit and misery on the life of his most perfect servant and still. Job would not curse him. You know what I realized? Job was a pussy. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Okay, we took a little bit of a break, and uh, uh, Ryan sent me a link to a video that he has watched. Uh, This is one of several videos he watched that are similar. It just made me so mad. Huh? I watched it all live. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Then it made you angry. I'm beside myself with anger and dismay at the state of our politics here in the United States, all because of one party which cannot divorce itself from the fucking monster who's currently at the head of their party. They're all fucking cowards who cannot stand up to a fucking tweet from this insane bullshit fucking stupid orange clown that they've allowed to take over their party. And they can't stand up to him because they're afraid of a fucking tweet because of the monsters they've created in their own fucking base of support who will do anything yeah. like all of these fucking Republicans ostensibly, you know, they're, they're all, they're all about the U S constitution and America first. And you know, America is the best place to be while they're doing their level best to destroy all of the institutions and in its foundation right they don't fucking care about the country yeah. really they want people who agree with them they will, and what fucking kills they care me about holding power yeah they, all the, all they want to do is maintain power and they're monsters they're fucking monstrous people what what i don't seem to understand well let me back up a little bit here because tracy and i talked about this a little bit last night and i said you know i've i've come to an understanding that the reason 
Donald Trump has such ardent supporters is because he is what they are, right? He's, he's gross. He's inept. He's stupid. He's malignant. He's racist. He's sexist. He's xenophobic. All of the bad traits of just about anybody you can think of. He's a cunt. He's, he's ignorant, proudly ignorant. He fails upward all the fucking time. He's, he's just, he's grossly incompetent. And what the, what people love about him is that that's who they are. They are gross. They're incompetent. They're racist. They're inept. They're fucking stupid. They're ignorant. They can't understand the world around them. They, they've lived their lives for at least the last five or six years now, terrified of being called out for being the ignorant, racist, dumb fucks that they are. And then they see Donald Trump come along and they're like, oh, hey, I could be just as racist as he is. I can be just as fucking stupid yeah. as he is. He's he's just as racist and stupid and sexist and and homophobic and transphobic as I am. And he's the president of the United States. He's, as far as I know, a successful business person because I believe all of the stupid shit that comes out of his orange mouth. So he can be a millionaire, maybe a billionaire even. And all of the while, he's an awful fucking person just like me, just like me. He's who I am. I need to support that. I'm going to take to the streets. I'm going to fly big fucking flags on my goddamn truck that blows smoke because I don't give a fuck about all of this nonsense about the environment being important. I'm not going to be around for a hundred fucking years. I don't give a shit. Fuck all these people. They love him because he is them. Oh, yeah. And when they say... Well, I like that he speaks his mind. I'm like, no, you like that he says racist shit that you agree with. Yeah, you like that you can look at somebody who is in who is in the ultimate seat of power here in our country and see that he pays no consequence for the things that he says and does. Yeah. He fails upward all the goddamn time, and they love him for it. They love him for being a shitty fucking human being because that's who they are. Did you watch Jordan Klepper's thing when he was at the Million Mega March? I've seen a few uh, Jordan Klepper's clips going around and interviewing Trump supporters to find out well, why this, they this support the him and, and what one. they believe. And, and yeah, they're, they're, just, they're fucking stupid. Well, at the Million Mega March, they had a giant flag that was mostly Trump with an American flag as well. And the guy that was carrying it, it was laying on the ground and... Jordan Klepper was interviewing him and the flag kept blowing underneath Jordan Klepper's legs and he was standing on it, probably not intentionally. Mm. And a guy yells out, Hey, don't stand on that flag. That's disrespectful. And Jordan Klepper's looked and said, this flag, like, yeah, don't stand on the flag. He's like, well, it's not an American flag. He's like, yes, it is. He's like, well, all I see is a giant face of Trump on it. Mm. It's more disrespectful to put Trump on the flag than it is me standing on it. Mm. I was like, yeah, these people that scream constitution, Neil, don't fucking kneel. You have to stand for the flag are also violating those same flag codes that they love so much by putting Trump's face all over it. Yeah. And, and it's wearing it. And it's not because they actually give a fuck about, they don't give a fuck about law and order or any of the other no. bullshit that they say all the time. They don't give a fuck about protecting the constitution. They don't give a fuck about protecting the country as a whole and the things that this country is based on. They want people to see things their way and they'll do that through whatever means necessary. If it's through force, yeah. if it's through 
political disenfranchisement, if it's through stealing votes away from people, denying the vote to people, denying rights to other people, as long as they can maintain power and their feeling of security and self-importance, that's all they fucking care about. And they don't care about any other people. That's it, too. They're so fucking selfish and self-centered and greedy. That's why they love Donald Trump, because he is that same narcissistic, stupid motherfucker that they all are. Yeah. It's... But at the end of the day, you got to remember, we're all just monkeys in clothes. <laughs> monkeys like to fight and throw shit at things and throw shit. Like we're not, we're not above them that much anymore. Like we're nothing but fucking angry primates. Yeah. It just, it's so fucking gross to me though, that these people get upset with people on the left because we care about people other than ourselves, right? That we want to yeah. make sure that there are good social and safety net programs available for everybody, not just for us, but for everybody, for, for people who think differently than us, for people who look differently than us, for people who act differently than us. We want to ensure a better life for all of those people. And the right doesn't the right wants, Yeah. Fucking ideological and, and uh, biological purity right there. They have turned themselves into a cult, a racist death cult in light of everything that's going on with the pandemic and coronavirus and COVID their, their science denialism. It's, it's astounding how fucking stupid these people are and how willing they are to overthrow everything that they say they believe in to stand behind this monster that they've put atop our political system. I've, I've been using this argument quite a bit lately and I think it's a good one. I don't think it really has much that can be thrown against it besides being a piece of shit where when people always, I always, I associate the companies that people are like, well, they did a good job. That company, you know, used what was there to their advantage. They got their tax breaks. They're saving money. Yeah, it's awesome. They're creating jobs. Woohoo. I'm like, okay, you praise that company for not paying millions and millions of dollars in taxes and getting all this free shit. But if a person is on food stamps and they take advantage of that system, they're a piece of shit. I'm like, Mm -hmm. so what's different from someone who's poor? trying to take advantage of the system to make it work for them versus someone who's rich trying to take advantage of the system to make it work for them. You well, praise that, one and you say the other one's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, is that they're so fucking stupid that they, for whatever reason have tied a person's wealth to a person's value as a human being. That's all they yeah. fucking care about is how much money do you have? How much power do you have? That determines how good a person you are. And that's not it at all. Jesus. Yeah. Some and of- usually when the person comes back at me with saying, well, that company that's getting all those tax breaks also provides jobs. And I'm like, yes. And the person who's taking that job is still needing to be on fucking welfare while that company is raking in billions of dollars. I'm like, does that make sense? That that company is getting tax breaks and still not paying its employees a living fucking wage and they have to fucking still be taking money from the system that you hate so much that gave that company all the tax breaks. Yeah, that company is creating a need for welfare programs, both through yeah. the company itself who needs help because 
they're take they're getting all of these tax breaks and write-offs and then for the employees that they're having them work for slave wages to do to produce a product or a service that this company is already getting so many massive breaks for and the person who yeah. runs that company who started that company they're not doing all of the work it's the people they're employing the employees yeah. are who build that business the business person yeah. had luck had power, had money, had the means, maybe not, maybe a good idea, but they couldn't fucking do it by themselves. And, no. And they probably had the connection. Yeah, they got the ball rolling. And I'm not saying that that person shouldn't make a good fucking living. But there's a point where it's like, okay, that guy has now increased his wealth 300%. And his employees have increased their wealth 0%. Those employees that are making the widget pushing the buttons to make the gadgets are reaping zero benefit by doing that. But the guy that hired them to do it is reaping a shitload of benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's about that's greed. Up. like how much is enough. And the answer is that it's never enough. They can never get, yeah. they can never hoard as much resources as they want. Right. It's never, ever enough. They're always wanting more. They always want more. like, I, I make a pretty decent living and I feel guilty about that a lot. Like I'm nobody particularly special. I've been extremely fortunate in my life to have been surrounded by kind and gracious people who have taught me a lot that I've learned a lot from yeah. that have set good examples that have provided opportunities for me to live a, a better and more successful life for myself. A lot of people don't have those same opportunities they aren't born in this country. They aren't born to a well, certain family. They they have no means I, I to would improve say their not lives. Not even born in this country doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You could be born in a different neighborhood and never be afforded the same opportunities. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because you've been segregated to a neighborhood where you don't get shit, dude, and you don't have the same opportunities for education or influence in that community to be able to meet the same kind of people or be able to be go down the same road. Like that's why when people talk about uh, like people living in the ghettos or living poor communities, like, yeah, we push them there. Yeah. They don't, don't make it easy to fucking get out. So to say everyone here has the same opportunity is fucking bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. And I did not grow up in a life of, well, I, I did have a lot of privilege compared to other people, but I grew up fucking poor, man, like really poor. I I went to school with holes in my shoes and and in my clothes and clothes that were too small and and didn't fit like I was poor growing up. We ate mac and cheese and top ramen. I still like mac and cheese. Like, well, yeah, I still do too. But I mean, it's it's like <laughs> I I didn't I don't come from a place a place of of wealth in in my yeah. family history. Uh, I don't Same think here. there are many people. Actually, I think before my generation. There was nobody in my family on either side who graduated college, like like ever. And I, I just I I don't understand how these people cannot see that what they're doing is actively harming not just themselves or, or not just other people, but themselves as well. Right? If you yeah. if you put down and denigrate so many people in the society in which you live. It's going to come around and bite you in the ass. If you help everybody, and I mean everybody, help everybody as much as you possibly can, that helps 
everybody collectively, you get a, yeah. a more educated, more well-behaved, more interesting, scientifically literate body of people from which to draw talent and to provide opportunity. The people who don't have these opportunities, there, there are geniuses right now who are poor and will never get a break. We'll never know yeah. how awesome this person is or could have been because they will never be provided the opportunities that a lot of these elite assholes on the right have just been born with. They they had a silver spoon inserted into their ass when they were born and have never dislodged it. And they can't see how, how much more privilege and how far ahead of the pack they were set when they began their life. And they don't give a fuck. They're so self-centered and greedy and concerned only with themselves that they can't see outside that to understand how helping other people would also help themselves. They end up shooting themselves in the foot because they can't reconcile how helping someone else helps them as well. Yeah. Like that's like the whole healthcare issue. I got into an argument with someone on Facebook not that long ago over it. And I was like, well, I'm sorry if I'm more empathetic towards other people in society where I'd like to see everyone succeed and, you know, not just those who are wealthy. And he's like, well, I don't want my tax dollars paying for that. I was like, yeah, but it's paying for you too. I'm like, mm-hmm. they're the taxes we all pay and they all go into this to help out society. It's not socialism. It's helping everyone out. He's yeah. like, well, fuck that. I don't want my taxes going to pay other people. And I kind of left it with, well, guess what, motherfucker? I'm a federal employee and thank you for paying my fucking, uh, paying me to work. Well, and what this, what that dumb fuck doesn't seem to understand is that he can either pay to help educate people and give them a better life, or he can help pay to incarcerate billionaires. And yeah, he can help pay for billionaires to continue doing whatever they're doing, continue transferring wealth further toward the top while also ensuring that the future looks more bleak, more lawless and, more dangerous for everybody involved because we have a populace that is getting gradually stupider and stupider and is having to resort to crime in order to live their fucking, to just even get by that, you know, people don't necessarily go into selling drugs and coming and committing crimes because they want that life for themselves. I'm sure that most people given the choice would say, well, no, I'd much rather, you know, be, well-educated and, and live a good life and, and be comfortable monetarily through my own means and, and understanding and, and living inside the law than I would outside the law and living a stressful life where I'm constantly worried about, you know, the law enforcement coming to get me or a rival gang member or whatever. Like yeah. people don't, people don't actively choose that kind of stuff. They resort to it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a means of living as a last resort because without that, they would have nothing. That's why they do it. And people on the right don't seem to get that. It's just like how Oregon just decriminalized hard drugs. And I hear everybody being like, oh, well, look at this. You want to go do meth or go do some cocaine? You better go move to Oregon because they made it legal there. It's like, no, they didn't. It's not legal to do those drugs in Oregon now. They just won't lock you up in a prison cell and take all your money from you anymore. But what they will do is offer you drug rehab, offer you a way out of that 
you know, lifestyle you're in. Yeah, give you the opportunity to change your life for the better. Yeah. Instead of condemning you, you know, certain amounts, you either pay a fine or guess what? We'll provide a rehabilitation program for you. Like, wow. Thanks for caring about me. And it's all paid for from legal weed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're offering people the opportunity to improve their lives through legal means and, and to leave behind the lawlessness that the people on the right say they're all about law and order, law and order, but they're not actively working to make things better for people so that they can live within law and order. Yeah. They make it more difficult. I just, I don't know how to get through to them, how fucking fatally flawed their plans are in talking to Tracy. I was like, it's it's ridiculous to me that we keep seeing this and keep going through this over and over and over and over again. We get a, a Democrat in office for four or eight years. They write the ship. They get the economy running smoothly again. They start, you know, more social programs for people to help them lead better lives. They offer paths to citizenship for people who are here, you know, brought here um, by by their parents and who have only known this country as their only home their entire lives and yeah. want to make the world a better place and their place in this country better. And so they work, they love living here. They're, they're excited about their lives. And then we get a Republican in office. Who the strips, military. Yeah. 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 They serve in our military. Then we get a Republican on, in office who gives tax breaks to corporations who ships jobs overseas, who, reduces taxes and takes money out of the coffers for, for social programs who puts more people out on the streets, who cancels mental health uh, access for people who denies people the vote for better representation. Like they do everything fucking backward and they do it over and over and over again. And people aren't fucking smart enough to realize that that like, they just keep doing the same shit over and over expecting different results and it never pans out. They just keep, and then it gets worse and worse all the time. Donald Trump is the I, I, most I, corrupt president we've ever had, hopefully than that we ever will have. And there uh, are millions he, of people. He set a new trend. Yeah, and there are millions of people uh, who would line up to crawl through a hundred yards of broken glass on their hands and knees just to eat a yard of his shit. Hello, I'm Lloyd Evans. I'm a former Jehovah's Witness. I'm the author of The Reluctant Apostate and Senior Editor of JWSurvey.org. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. I'm, I'm not really sure what you're saying, son. I'm saying, if there is some geezer out there with a big white beard, he's a wound heavyweight cunt. I, I'm sorry, did you just call God a C-word? Yeah, he's got a hard-on for mass murder and giving kids cancer. And his big old answer to the existential clusterfuck that is humanity is to nail his own bleeding son to a plane. That is a cunt move. Come on, even you got to agree hey, with me. Hey, hey, please. We should love a fucking nuke at him. So, get it over and done with. You know what I'm saying? We're sorry, sir. We apologize. My man. All right, good talk. Think about it. I'm here all day, all right? You mind piping it down just a little bit? Oh, huh? I'm sorry. Didn't mean to offend you. are in the Black Baptist mum's shouting praise the Lord. Fuck you. I'm Episcopalian. And it's nothing wrong with having a little church up in you, you know? Said the bishop to the nun. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Ryan says that he doesn't like Mark Taylor, 
the the no. firefighter prophet, but he really wanted yeah. to do Mark Taylor stories today. Well, this one's funny. <laughs> it takes on a few funny things. We, so we I, have. I, I can't. I can't get over their obsession with numerology. <laughs> they have to find these secret codes. The secret yeah, codes that have been left. Like, it's not enough for Republicans to just be fucking terrible people out loud in public, right? They have to, they have to put out all of these little codes and signals for people to decipher as if their followers would be fucking intelligent enough to decipher any codes that they would be left out. Like, yeah. that's why they have to broadcast being such terrible fuck of people in the first place is because they know their and, followers are too stupid to pick up special codes, little hints. And literally, literally with any of these, you could probably do it for anything like, Hey, you know that on the fifth day of the year, if you if you multiply the the, the numbers of the letters of my name by five, because it's the fifth day, then divide it by two thousand, then add some other number, it equals six six six. That means <laughs> he's evil. <laughs> yeah, like these people it's right there. These plain, people it's, it's numbers numbers don't lie. Yeah, they and they can hear dog whistles all fucking day. <laughs> They just can't put puzzles together, really, right? So oh. they can they can hear dog whistles and respond, but they can't figure out complex codes that you're going to be dropping on them. That's how QAnon gets started, as you and and why they think Trump is awesome because he says things that then they can read whatever they want into it and interpret it however they want, like they do with the Bible, like all of this other bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, if it's if you can't break a code where the number associates with the letter in order you're fucking stupid <laughs> it's, it's that's, like that's the easiest code to figure out it's both funny and sad to me that they spend so much time trying to figure out all of this bullshit instead of spending time doing something to actually better educate themselves on any on any fucking topic at all they'd much rather yeah. go down these conspiracy rabbit holes spending hours and hours and hours trying to figure out bullshit than actually learning something useful but don't forget these racists think they can hide behind the number 88 or I mean white supremacists all oh, right cuz nobody's going to figure out that 88 8 equals h so 2 h's equals Heil hitler uh-huh like no we know we know what that means we yeah. know it's a white supremacist number. We know exactly what you're doing. Like, you're not the only person who uses this special little code, right? You know that? Like, yeah. you recognize yeah. it on other people? Jesus uses it, too. <laughs> and and that it's not only people who believe that way who can recognize these symbols, you fucking idiot. Yeah, not a secret. If you wear a number 88 on your shirt, we know you're a white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah, we've got that shit figured out, dummy. My God. <sighs> Uh, so we have, we have two stories today from our firefighter prophet. One of them, Uh, which one do you want to do first? So we've got, uh, Mark Taylor claims talk of a COVID vaccine is code for Trump's plans to arrest the cabal or let's, let's do that one first. That one's got the numerology shit. And I was talking about, okay, we'll do that one first. So, uh, both of these come to us from right wing watch. The headline for this one uh, from November 16th says, Mark Taylor claims talk of a COVID vaccine is code for Trump's plans to arrest the cabal. She's getting more QAnon bullshit. And there's some audio here. uh, And it's hosted through SoundCloud. So if I pause it, it's going to fuck it up and then I'll have to fix it. Let's see. They're calling, even calling it the Biden vaccine. And isn't it interesting? They wait till a week after the election to announce they have a vaccine. Right. Who's who's the goober he's talking to here? 
Uh, I think to say up top is on someone else's radio program. Sounds like he's got a mouthful of uh, mashed potatoes or something. Erskine Radio? Erskine. E-R-S-K-I-N-E? Erskine? I don't Erskine. know how to pronounce that guy's fucking name. I'm bad at that. <laughs> uh, let's see. who is, I'm trying to, I'm reading through this story here. It doesn't say who he's actually talking to. Oh, it's Erskine. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, it's the very Erskine, yeah. But who... Oh, he simply goes by the name Erskine offered up his own conspiracy theory. Huh? Okay. Well, let's see what, let's see what this genius has. This one name genius has to say. And I have never heard it called the Biden vaccine yet at all. (laughs) Besides from this guy. Weird. Yeah. You know, and and that's the whole thing, you know, uh, this has been uh, set up from the very beginning from the Democrats, you know, whether it was trying to hurt Trump with the COVID, whether it was trying to hurt him uh, with this or that, I mean, there's so many different things. You know, the vaccine, I, I tell people, if you were listening to Trump back in the COVID times, a lot of us. Back in the COVID times, wait, as if they're gone we're now. We're still in it. <laughs> we're still, like, deep in that shit. Oh, those halcyon days of of, of COVID being around and a thing. I remember that two minutes ago. Yeah. It's not like we haven't set records for the last 12 fucking days about new cases and new hospitalizations. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, we were talking yeah. during the break. I was. I was telling Ryan, I I read a headline that just within the month of November, more than a quarter of all coronavirus cases have happened just in the first three weeks of November here in the United States. More than a quarter of all cases for all the year in three weeks, we've seen more than a quarter of them just in November. Fucking insane, man. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Here in Utah, it's looking really bad it's looking really bad everywhere yeah the yeah it's well, we're gonna we, be we keep a map at we have a map at work of areas we can't travel to uh-huh um the whole map is red now the entire map <laughs> you can't go anywhere yeah. yeah yeah we're gonna be stacking bodies in the snow it's gonna be well, really bad unless global warming means we're gonna have a bad winter then we won't have any snow to put the bodies in mm, then we're yeah. fucked yeah then then they'll be double bad okay they, that goes back again to you know republicans being short-sighted and not being able to see the bigger picture of stuff right <laughs> if you if you don't control global warming then when you also have a, a pandemic that kills hundreds of thousands of people in your country and you have to put the bodies somewhere it would be better to have cold weather but you fucked it up with global denying global warming and climate change yeah but but now the soil isn't as frozen so you can still bury them <laughs> right oh that's yeah 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 it's easier put, to dig the holes now uh-huh so bad all right let's hear <laughs> what, what else these guys have to say press conferences trump's 10 steps ahead of everybody and when you <laughs> listen to him speak every time that he would say the word covid switch that out with the word cabal Mm-hmm. Every time that he, he says, what is the cure? The vaccine. What is the vaccine? We, the people in the military, when they go in and they start arresting these people, I think this, he was giving code out a lot of times to, to the people because there's always more than one depth of revelation to what he says. He's so much far ahead of the game. <laughs> Trump is so much far ahead of the game. Yeah. So if, if every time Trump says COVID, we replace it with hooker. And every time he says vaccine, we replace it with pee party. You'll realize what he's trying to say there. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Because he's so How the far. How does that work? He's so far ahead of the game. There's there's more than one meaning uh, to the prophetic things that this guy says. We just have to change out half the words. <laughs> so the vaccine is the cure for what? The cabal. That's what's going to happen, I believe, when they release the vaccine. COVID, Corona. We're going to go with Corona. It's called the Corona virus. Now, if you go with Corona, C-O-R-O-N-A, six letters. C is the number third letter in the alphabet. O is the 15th letter. R is the 18th. <laughs> o is the 15th. N is the 14th. A is the first. Six letters in Corona. Those other numbers add up to 66. 666, <laughs> a cult-driven script and a Luciferian human sacrifice, a mega ritual. This is, this is, uh, they use this type of thing. This is what Satan uses. And that's it. 666, Corona. <laughs> that's, uh, some pretty impressive leaps and, and hoops that this guy's going through well, to figure this stuff you missed out. The, la- the last sentence he says, though. What? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, let's see what it yeah. says. Look it up. Yeah, look at which look. number each one is. I mean, that is that coincidence? I don't buy coincidence. Do you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no coincidence there. That is pure Satan. I don't buy coincidence. Do you? No. <laughs> oh, that's that's just fun. That's fun. It uh, is. So he says six letters in Corona. Those other numbers add up to 66, 666. What? So, I mean, like the math doesn't even work. Like he's got to add other shit and leave shit out. Yeah. That's why, that's why I said you can make it up however the fuck you want. You can make any number, anything equal, whatever fucking number you wanted to by adding and multiplying. And if you subtract out the third letter. Yeah, for the Trinity. And if you can, <laughs> and if you and if you multiply it by the time he said this at, he said this at noon. So that's twelve twelve hundred. So we multiply it by twelve hundred. Uh, I've got three kids. <laughs> we need to. Well, we need to. We need to cube that. <laughs> just no, just shoehorning in whatever he wants to try to yeah. make sense of this. I got like yeah. Honestly, why do they expend so much time and energy trying to find these special codes and shit? Like, fucking go and learn something useful, man. And the thing is, this isn't the only coronavirus out there. It's, there's strains of the coronavirus, of COVID strains. Yeah. It's like, you can have herpes. You can either have a good herpes or a really bad herpes, or you're dead. They're not all the same. (laughs) Good. You can have good herpes? Well, I mean, people like a cold sore. That's technically herpes. Oh, sure, yeah. Eh, you get a little sore. It's still, not, yeah, still not good, though, right? Like, nobody likes a cold sore. Nobody like, likes it, but at least your liver isn't failing. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, well, oh, no, it's hepatitis C that does your liver. Oh. Uh, well, there's a cure for that now. Yeah, but it costs like $100,000 a shot from what I read. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, like super fucking expensive. Wow. And it's not a one-time deal. It's like, you need this every six months. That's So, like, Charlie Sheen can afford it, but the that hookers seems, you fucked can't. That seems really expensive. I think I think the numbers there were maybe off. It's, that's, uh, that's wild. 
but we're getting off well, track. Well, you're getting, <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting sidetracked from from another Mark Taylor story that uh, <sighs> is is probably just as just as rational as the last one that we listened to. This is Mark Taylor says the Christians who voted for Biden have cursed their families for generations to come. This is uh, his appearance on the Upfront in the Prophetic YouTube program last Wednesday. QAnon's conspiracy theorist and so-called firefighter prophet Mark Taylor declared that any Christian who voted for Joe Biden in the presidential election has cursed their family for generations to the come. To the come. I don't know why I said to the come. That's <laughs> inappropriate, Mr. Ellis. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Let's see uh, what this one's all about. Why do you think Trump calls these guys names all the time? Because you're because he's an asshole. <laughs> the problem <laughs> riddle solved. Next question. Not dealing with humans most of the time. You're, you're dealing with <laughs> entities. You're uh-huh. Dealing with beings. Some of them aren't human, but you're dealing with beings. <laughs> dealing with beings. So you got to call them names. It's not just that you're an asshole. It's because you're dealing with beings. Apparently. Yeah. Right. And having a body, you know what I mean? And it's like, this is why he has no problems doing that. You, you know what I mean? Well, exactly. Exactly. But, that, but you got, to, and here's the, oh, here's one more thing. Let me get into this right here real quick. If you don't mind, cause it's just now hitting me. Yeah. You had a list of pastors out there that was made headlines that was supporting Biden. They were pro-life pastors we disagree on the pro-life or the pro-choice thing but we're supporting biden are you kidding me let me tell you something every christian every pastor out there that voted for joe biden last night you have bought a curse upon yourself and your family your children and your children's children down to the third and fourth generation and you need to repent i don't care if you are pro-life you cannot call yourself a christian and call yourself a a republican or, or vote for biden you know what i mean or call yourself a democrat i mean so you your your political party is tied to your religion that's exactly why the framers thought religion should keep the fuck out of politics yep and i actually had an argument with somebody about this oh yeah they're like well he's he's not he's he says he's pro-life but he supports abortion it's like you can he can be both politically he can support a person's right to choose but personally, he can be pro-life. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be. He shouldn't take his personal views and make them political. Well, especially when those Not those views are informed solely by, by his religion. religious beliefs. Yeah, exactly. That's where I point out for Mike. We don't live in a theocracy. He doesn't rule by his religious beliefs, even though you might want him to. Yeah, those people can go fuck <laughs> themselves with a lightning rod. Well, and here we've got the firefighter prophet basically saying that he doesn't he doesn't so much follow Jesus as he does old school God, God of the Old Testament, the the the, the vengeful God of the Bible who through oh, because of one and yeah because of one person's actions and... would curse all of their progeny who yeah. had nothing to do with it, but because their great 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 grandfather did something, they're cursed also. Yeah. Inheriting that's, sin. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Uh-huh. Well, I think so. Mark yeah. Mark Taylor seems to think it's perfectly fine. 
Oh. He's like, that's what God said. Uh-huh. The God I believe said that. <laughs> Your God didn't say that. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else he's going to say here. Well, whatever it is, you call yourself a Democrat and a Christian. It doesn't matter if you voted for the dark side. That's what you did. You are implementing <laughs> the dark agenda, Satan's agenda, the kingdom of darkness. You are not supporting the kingdom of God. And if you cannot see that, you have if you do not repent, judgment will fall upon you, I believe, and your family and your children's children down to the third and fourth generation. I welcome that. If if he yeah. actually believes that, then fine. Let that be the case. Why do you, Mark Taylor, or anybody who listens to you or anybody who thinks like you do, why do you think it's your place then to step in and carry out God's what what God's desires are? If God really desires that, is he too fucking weak to do anything about it himself? Like you think that you have to do what you think your God wants and you have to make and, and everybody else do that too? what if I have kids and grandkids and I fucking hate them and would love to curse them? (laughs) Yeah. What if I, what if I just really hate everybody? And so then I want them all cursed. (laughs) So then they didn't come to my Christmas this year. You're cursed. Well, and now I'm voting Biden. And now God is acting out an evil agenda that you yourself have, have set out, right? Yeah. So if you want to actively harm people, then you can do something like that. That then you're basically having God carry out your dirty work. It's like God is waiting in the wings for you to do this. He's like, oh, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready to come down with these fucking curses. I've been waiting all week. Ah, curse. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, no, I'm bored. Uh, he's just got to like snap his finger and you're cursed, I bet. You know, it's not like he's got to go on a quest and get a whole bunch of herbs and remedies and boil it in a pot and he just snaps his fingers. Yeah. It would be cool if it was more like Skyrim, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll wrap things up for us today. We're we're a little over time. I'll be cutting out some stuff uh, for our regular listeners, but we'll be including all of those cutout bits in the extended version of this episode for our Patreon patrons. So you're welcome. Uh, th- Are you going to do that thing again where you cut out everything I said? <laughs> No, because <laughs> nobody wants to just hear me fucking ramble on by myself forever. Like that would be, that would be really bad. <laughs> um, but if we want to thank our Patreon supporters before we go, because you guys keep the show going, you, you help us pay the bills for all of the things that we have to pay bills for our, our hosting yeah. and equipment and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so I want to make sure that we thank them. That would be, uh, I'll let you start. That'd be Alan Firth. Christy Kalbach. Gatheus. Steven Andrus. Two Skeptical Chap. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ollie Olson. John McCullough. Tiffany Hudson. Sinead Duffy. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodopich. Jeremy Goodson. Let Them Eat Kofefe. Jeff Peterson. Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Tim Jacobson. You forgot Freethinker215. <laughs> Trying to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Who, unfortunately, was recently diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. I hope I hope that yeah. you're doing well, Grant, uh, and, and that it doesn't doesn't get bad when when he yeah, stopped going to church grant yeah when he when he contacted us about it uh 
He said that he was so far just experiencing mild symptoms. I hope that remains the case. Uh, Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. And Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition for America and Camp Quest. Thank you all very much for your patronage. We appreciate it very, very much. If you, dear listener, would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so for as little as $1 per episode by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution. And then you can you can do that, and we would welcome that very much. You can also send us money through PayPal, uh, through our email address of godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can call us. There's all of our contact information are in the show notes. Send us messages, send us emails, tell us things that you want to hear or things that you would like us to stop doing that we're doing now that are particularly grating. I'm sure there's something. Let us know. Maybe, we, can't, we can't change it if we don't day, know. I thought about doing this, and maybe, I'll, maybe we'll just do it one day because yeah. the, the, our Google phone number is tied to my phone, but it's tied just to go right to voicemail. I, I can make it so it actually calls me. Uh-huh. Like I'll just say one day, like, you want to call me? fucking call i only do it for one day though because i don't want to get calls all day long <laughs> it's not bad it probably it'd probably just be my mom it's it's not bad uh like my <laughs> my phone number is available publicly for for people to call and every now and then i get weird cranks but that happens few and far between and then it's just easy to block them so no biggie yeah uh but thank you all very much for listening And so until next week, crucify the lying liars who lie. And leave us a review, because remember, numbers matter. They have magical meanings, and we need more of them. Corona! 666! That's a devil's (laughs) plot! (laughs) Whoopa! Yay! That's the opening in the bag! Fucking, she can't stop lying. She lies just as much as Trump does. <laughs> they're just, that's because they're awful fucking people, man. They can't, they cannot maintain any tether to reality without completely lying and distorting that reality itself, right? They can't fucking be normal human beings and speak honestly about anything because if they speak honestly about it, that untethers them from the fucking alternate reality they've created for themselves. They are a religious organization now. Yeah, it's it's a fucking cult. It's a fucking it's a it's turned into a fucking death cult now too because of COVID. Idiots, yeah. my god. And I would be totally fucking perfectly fine with them behaving that way and thinking that way and doing that shit if they only harmed themselves, but they're not. They're fucking killing other people through their ignorance. It's disgusting inexcusable and the fact that the fucking republican party as a whole isn't standing up and rejecting this bullshit tells me that i've been exactly right about what i've thought about the republican party for decades now that's fucking rotting death cult bent on destroying the things that they say that they're trying to protect jesus 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 (laughs) (laughs) 